Hey, welcome to episode eight of season nine of the Simplify and Multiply show. And I'm super glad you're here, whether this is your first episode you're listening to or a repeat listener. Thank you so much for giving up time to me and my guest. And today it's going to be Simon T. Bailey. And Simon and I met through the National Speakers Association. And we both also lived in Orlando when I lived in Orlando at the time. And so we shared many events together and I got to see him do his thing. And and he's just such an amazing human being and such a giving person. And the last time I was hanging out with Simon was at his inaugural Speaker B-School program, which was a two-day event, in-person event, pre-COVID and literally like right before COVID. And uh, he led this amazingly powerful program that I just absolutely adored. And I'm so grateful to him for doing so because he kind of came up with this idea on his own and I just loved it. And so I I wanted to have Simon here today because we're going to be talking about being yourself, like really stepping into who you are courageously, which is what this season is all about, and letting your light shine. And so I welcome you to a wonderful conversation with me and Simon. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Simon. Welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. It's so awesome to have you here. Thank you for having me. So good to be with you. Yeah, I know. I'm like knacking on you big time. It's like for my listener, Simon and I were just kind of, I was like gushing all over him because I haven't talked to him since we did Speaker B School, which was pre-COVID. And it's just so awesome to see you. And, uh, and I welcome you to the show. So what I want to get started on is really exploring this idea of bravery and courage around allowing yourself to fully show up in your business, in your life, and let people in on that big secret. Love it. There's so much I can say. (laughs) But, but, But the one thing I will just start with, the moment you decide to be authentically yourself, you come to a place of understanding, belonging, being, and becoming. Uh, for so many years, I struggled just in my personal journey, uh, not really thinking that I belonged. Uh, I belonged working at Disney, that I belonged in the community where I grew up in, that I belonged to the school, and on and on and on. And when you do not feel like you belong, you become an imitation of everything and everyone else around you. Mm, and, interesting. And it what it does, it meets your voice. So when people meet you, they don't get you. You, you they get your representatives, as Chris Rock would say. <laughs> 
like you meet a person, you never meet the person, you meet their representatives. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happens? Nobody gets to the real you. So when you show up mm. on stage, you sound like a little bit of this person, a little bit of that person, a little bit of that mm, person. Interesting. Because there's so many layers because you don't feel like you belong, right? And that was my journey. And I'm not trying to project or anything just to share my story. So here I was, you know, from Buffalo, New York, third poorest city in America, then moved to Atlanta, Georgia, living in a drug infested community, then eventually moving to Orlando, Florida. And what I recognize is I was trying to find the me that I thought I needed to be, but I settled uh, into being a copy instead of an original. Uh, John Mason in his book, An Enemy Called Average, says most people are born originals but die copies. Mm. Well, I haven't heard that. That's really powerful. Yeah. So I think for me, uh, when I came to that place of really total acceptance to really believe that I belong, uh, what was that journey? I had to begin to look at who were the people in my life because whoever has your ear has your life. I had to begin to rewrite a new script as to who I could be instead of saying, I'm not going to live in the zip code of 14215 of Buffalo, New York. I'm going to relocate to a new mental zip code. And, and then probably the third thing, and this is most important, and this is going to sound like a Dr. Phil moment, and that's not the intention, but I had to literally look myself in the mirror and say, I love you. I, I love oh. the skin you're in. Mm -hmm. I love who you are, what you've been through, and what you're becoming. And once I really believe that I belong to me, that's when everything opened up from the inside out. Because I stopped being fake and phony and uh, a chameleon and feeling as if I had to um, force people to like me. And what I've discovered is so many people are chasing a like, a comment, a post, a reshare. Mm -hmm for validation, and that is such a shallow way to live. When you belong to you, you belong to everyone else. But until you love you, you can't love anyone else because you cannot give what you don't have, you cannot be who you've not become, and you cannot receive what you have not given away. And I know it's counterintuitive, but, but when I learn to love me, then I can love everyone else who I'm supposed to serve. Mm. And it shows, I think, and this is probably why you attract the audience you do, because you're a living example of that. And the work you've done, not only in your life, the experiences that you've had in your life and what you've committed to creating through your business, through your messaging with Spark and Brilliant and the books you write, it it's themed and woven throughout. And so many people do have the, I mean, we're human beings. We have the experience of our conditioning, of our upbringing, regardless of what that was, whether it was perfectly, you know, upper crust on the outside, or if it was, you know, very troubling, very traumatic, and everything in between. I mean, we all have our experiences that create who we are and, and inspire our own journeys and desire for something better and something stronger. And if someone is looking at what we're talking about from the standpoint of being courageous and being brave and being yourself. It's, there are two things. One, it's easy to look at it from a tactical standpoint, like it's a manipulation of some sort, like, oh, it's a new form of marketing. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to basically bear my soul. 
but it still is disingenuine. And that's why I use the adjective of courageousness and bravery, because those are the parts where you're really connecting with yourself. And as I was kind of discovering this and mining this in my own business and for myself, it was easy for me to share because I'm a writer, right? I'm a writer and I, I, I have no problem. I don't want to say self-deprecating, but, you know, kind of being maybe a little too hard on myself. I've been accused of that. <laughs> but I know that by modeling things that people get ideas and get inspired and, and maybe, oh, I never looked at it that way. And then they can try something on. And that's why I kind of put myself out like that. But I've never been so vocal about it as I have now. And using myself as a model for, you know, the struggles that it is to be a solopreneur, how hard it is to build a brand, to be heard, to be a stand for something that you feel very passionate about. And until I was committed to discovering that for myself, I didn't really know how to do it. So when you have a, a solopreneur, for example, like if my listener is thinking, okay, Terry, you know, here you go again. <laughs> it's serving up some kind of craziness here. But what, what, what do you mean by, you know, bravely making your business 1000% you? What does that really mean? So what I want to ask you, Simon, is what does that mean to you and how you're showing up in your business today? So, Terry, to the listener that is uh, tuning in right now, I think the first thing you just have to take out a sheet of paper and write your story. What's your story right here, right now? Um, for whatever you've been through within the last year, what did you learn? How did you grow? How did you decide to be a better human being? And write your story. And the reason I encourage your listener to write it out in long form is writing is very therapeutic. Because it goes from your head, your heart to your hand. And that head, heart, hand connection is that I, as I write, I am releasing the story into the world of one. You might be the only person that reads that. But that connectivity in what you've written on paper is you're not trying to write it to be right, R-I-G-H-T. You're right. writing it to understand and to let go. So write your story. That's the first thing. The second thing is I would start with just a very simple question, and that is, who am I? Who am I right now? Who, who am I in this world? Uh, who, who am I trying to be or thinking about being? And this is getting into what's that, that new you that wants to emerge? So the, the who I am question right now is to literally uh, forecast the future in the present to say, this is who I am, but this is what I want to be. And that invites you to write a new story. The new yes, story. I was of hoping you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> that wants to emerge, right? I, I would start there to, to every listener that is saying, I'm going to do that right now. Mm -hmm. Because that's the journey to everything that you're talking about and that you're trying to uh, encourage us to be brave about, to take this risk, to put it on paper. And then for the listeners saying, you know what, I'm not a writer, I'm a communicator. Find one person that you have trust where there is psychological safety mm -hmm. and say, I just need to unload where I'm at at this season. Uh, so many people are being impacted by mental health, depression, isolation, and burnout. Having just one person that you can talk to and be transparent with is so healing because you don't have to be right 
You just have to show up. And do that reciprocally. Mm -hmm. That's a word. You know, like reciprocate. Yeah, reciprocate. In other words, mm -hmm. Yeah, invite them to be the listener and then you offer to be the listener. So there's a balance of exchange there. And, and I'm sure it would deepen the relationship and probably cause a lot of catharsis. Totally. Um, to have that. And, and what a blessing it is to have someone in your life where you could create that safe space to have that conversation. And I am glad that you talked about who do I want to be, you know, like the future cast. Yes. Because when I hear, you know, someone say, well, what's your story? Well, it's natural for us to, at least that's where my brain went to, to think, okay, well, this is like you're writing your own memoir. <laughs> you know, Well, I was born in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, and I went to art school. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's totally. like... But when you kind of turn it on its side and start writing that new story, as you're saying, because we all create from within, right? And it's amazing. I mean, I'll be 60 next year. and No! What? <laughs> Don't tell anybody. All right. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm older than you, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your senior. <laughs> so don't give me any grief. <laughs> no, but you know, when you, when you, I've noticed, and this is why, you know, having your own business is, is like the best personal growth program. I've noticed through age, we tend to develop a kind of like this Teflon ness about our character and who we are. And it's easy to become res resigned and a little cynical, and a little pre-programmed, mm. if you will, by past experiences. But we also carry a lot of wisdom and different desires to have different levels of impact in life. And, you know, we get to that, I want to help people versus self-serving. I want to make money. I want to, you know, close all these deals. I want to be, you know, known for this. So it's it becomes, instead of selfish, not that being selfish is bad, but it's self-centered versus outwardly centered. Um, which is a total flip. And that's where I think that that new story can be generated from. And the, but like I said, how would you coach someone through sidestepping or at least seeing it coming and knowing it's there, but moving aside and, and choosing a different direction as they're creating this new story and not allowing the resignation or the pre-programming or the conditioning or the past experiences have an impact on what they're trying to create as they write that new story. How would you coach them? Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. 
go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. So I would invite them right where they are right now, even as they're thinking about the new story, to embrace the journey and the season that they're in by reframing it through a teachable moment. Simply, what has been the teachable moment that you have gained for everything that you've been through? So for example, just as a visual, you're in a swim lane. And in that swim lane, you have been doing the laps, right? You've been up and down. And you're like, this is boring. This is nothing. Like I should be, <laughs> I should have that gold medal by now. And the reality is what you sometimes miss is you have developed a better respiratory system. You mm. develop uh, muscles. Uh, you've developed consistency. You have learned through the reps of doing the work that you have become a better swimmer over time. It didn't happen overnight. So the teachable moment is that lesson that you take away. Well, wait a minute. What is the good that has come out of where I am right now? Because here's what I've discovered, Terry. There's only two things you do in life. You enter and you exit. You enter through birth. You exit through death. You enter a job through being interviewed and being hired. And you exit through retirement or being rift, whatever that is. But what you do from the entrance to the exit determines what you do with your life. So no matter what entrance you've come in, and I'm mixing metaphors intentionally, no matter how you've entered into where you are right now, you're in this hallway of opportunity. What do I see? What do I hear? What am I learning? Who have I met um, in the hallway of life? Because there are people that come in your life and there are people that come through your life. And the people that come through your life come in for a reason and season. What is the lesson learned from them? But the people that come in your life, those that those deep relationships, there's a give and take. You are drawing from the well of their wisdom. They're drawing from your well. So then as you move into that new story, you now bring the compounded learning moments from the previous season to where you are now. But here's the last thing I'll say before we move on. The way you exit is the way you enter. So the hmm. way people exit this pandemic, and the pandemic is here, how, how do we pandemic-proof our future, right? How you exit determines how you enter into the next season. And That's so entering yeah. into the next season with the framework of how did I learn instead of what did I lose? How did I grow instead of what was taken away? And it's that mindset that allows you to show up in a fresh way as you enter into the new story. That that's a beautiful reframe. Thank you for that because that literally can be applied to any freaking situation. Whether you're grocery shopping or whether you're dealing with a huge life change. Totally. Wow, that's that's great. Thank you for that. So let's bring it home to Simon T. Bailey's life. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> let's start talking about where are you today? And how are you being braver in your business and in your life that you could share? Where am I today is my focus is on helping the least, the last, the lost, the forgotten. 
every single day, how can I wake up to hug people with my words? If this was the last day on earth, did I leave an emotional tattoo on the arm or heart of someone, right? So every day I wake up with that focus, just being here with you right now. Um, there might be a listener who is going to listen to the words that you and I share. When you ask me a question, did my answer hug them with my words, right? It's so, mm -hmm. it's so real for me every single day. So I think that's where I'm at right now. I think the other thing that I'm waking up with is this uh, reality that I, a lot has happened in America and I can choose to stay bitter or get better. Um, I am a black man in America. I'm raising a black son in America. And everything that's happened with obviously the George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aber, we must say their names, right? I have to now think of that. How do I ensure that I'm raising a 22-year-old son to mm -hmm. love this great country and not to be worried that he may not live past 25, right? Our, our prayers is that he will, right? So it's um, infusing him that love and respect have no color. And it's difficult to love anyone else if you don't love yourself. So helping both he and his sister just with their self-esteem, self concept, self-confidence in who they are. And then even though as we read the news, we listen to all of the things that's happening in the world, how do we show up and be the best citizen in the greatest country in the world? That's where I'm at right now. And I think probably mm -hmm. the final thing is I am, I'm working on a new book that uh, the kind of the, the working title is a guide for men. And it's for men less than 50. It's this generation that's coming up that haven't bumped their head a few times. <laughs> Listen to your big brother. <laughs> so so one, one of the things that, I, that I'm really excited about that we'll be teaching men in the days to come is that a woman doesn't need a man to fix her or to tell her what to do. A woman needs a man who understands where she is and challenges her to be who she is meant to be. Ooh, and a part of that is understanding how to listen at that deeper level to a woman and come to a place of emotional honesty. And emotional honesty for a man is, I'm not here to fix you. I'm here to connect with you. I'm not here to make you. I'm here to celebrate you. Um, a woman wants to be connected to a man in a relationship where she's activated, not just tolerated. And so I have learned these things through lots of mistakes, lots of pain, a lot of things that could have been avoided, right? That I want to pass on to my son and, and uh, my daughter uh, to help them understand how to become uh, a whole person, this being that I talked about a moment ago. So after I belong, I got to understand how to be. And being, mm -hmm. Terry, is I meet you where you are, not to change you, but to grow in context of understanding and getting you. Because when I get you, I get me. But I can't get me until I'm open to getting you in the spirit of friendship, collaboration, and business. And the listener that's listening to us right now it's really about 
how do I show up to give, not just receive? Absolutely. That's beautiful. What inspired that, that uh, idea for that book? I mean, aside from what you said about, you know, life lessons, and you definitely have a lot more bumps <laughs> on your head than probably people under 50. <laughs> I think what inspired me is looking at my children and just wondering what lessons could I teach them uh, and leave to them that they would carry with them for the rest of their life. I realized that a man will never become a man until he comes into the right relationship with the woman that he chooses to love. But the other thing I've discovered, a man will never become a man until he deals with his mama issues. Because some men have some mama issues that they've not gotten healed from. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for love in all the wrong faces and all the wrong places. So I had to deal with my mama issues. So I, I write this from a deep place. <laughs> If I was in Texas there, they say, bless his little heart. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's why we have those experiences, Simon, don't you think? I mean, you know, me going through the loss of my mother at six, my dad, my sister, and my husband within three years of each other, and then my brother. It's like I'm the queen of loss. And if were it not for those experiences, I wouldn't have... I honestly don't feel I'd have the openness in my heart that I do today for loving and accepting and encouraging and appreciation for every freaking moment we have on this planet. And and it's those experiences when we go through them, it sucks. It sucks. We deal with it poorly. We we don't know how to get out of it. I mean, it, it's just, it's awful. It's just absolutely awful. And it gives us conditioning that is hard to recover from, quite frankly, you know, because we go into those protective modes, we, you know, and we wonder why life isn't working, right? Totally. <laughs> it's like totally. We, we learn these bad behaviors that are coping behaviors. And I think that what you're, what you're creating in this next book is a true gift to people and that it helps them understand that, okay, I'm not just being parented by Simon, so mm -hmm. to speak. But this is coming from a place of wanting to save me the self-flagellation, if you will, <laughs> of having to <laughs> go through it the hard way. Um, I mean, some things we, you know, just happen, obviously, and then others are choices. But we also choose to put ourselves in relationships and in situations. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of people are asleep to, is that, okay, you're complaining. I mean, just today... Um, uh, my, in my newsletter, I talked about, you know, what are you complaining about? Because whatever it usually is, is something you have to deal with for yourself. Right. It's not that source of the complaint or the judgment. It's your own stuff, baby. So yes. get on, get yes. the mirror out, yes. you know, but I, I love that you're doing that. And, you know, what a gift. I mean, you're just, you're a wonderful writer. So I'm glad you're working on another book. And, um, what I wanted to kind of wrap up our conversation about was, in regard to my listener and to anyone who is trying to decipher <laughs> my season's theme around bravely making your business 1000% you and, and being more authentic. I mean, authentic and vulnerable are almost borderline cliche, just like leadership has become cliche. And it's unfortunate because it is talked about a lot, but for people to really understand what that could 
how how can that be interpreted in their life? How do they discover that? And you've already given some really great ideas as far as, you know, writing your story and rescripting and things like that. But when someone is is not feeling particularly good about themselves or they don't value who they are, what they do in their business as much as they could, um, when they don't see the impact they can really have or they don't have a level of appreciation. It's just like when somebody compliments us, it's like sometimes uncomfortable. It's like we don't believe it ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like how would you encourage someone to allow themselves to embrace and accept self-love and and that they are worthy and that they are valuable and what they have to contribute can actually have huge transformative impact to their audience and the people that swim around their experience? I would say, number one, forgive yourself. And when I say forgive yourself, uh, there's a listener that's listening to us right now and they're still holding on to what didn't happen, what somebody promised they said they mm. would do, or them just not feeling like they should, they should be further along in their oh, journey. Yeah, that's a big one. So yeah. forgiveness is the ability to say, I am comfortable where I am. I'm content where I am. And most importantly, I'm right on time. Because when mm. you feel that you are, you have missed your season or you've missed your time, you become very negative in the present and it causes you to be stuck in neutral. And wow. every listener to us, uh, if you're going to, uh, shift gears and drive into the future. You have to look through the windshield, no longer the rearview mirror of what happened. So forgive yourself. That's number one. I think that the second thing is to overcome comparison inferiority complex. Oftentimes, because of social media and Insta fame, people compare where others are to oh, where so they true. are. And if they continue to see this person has all of the accolades they're like well what about me i'm smart i'm connected i can do that and what happens is they stop focusing on who they are while they admire and celebrate someone else and there's nothing wrong with that but then when it becomes a problem to say why not me then what you're saying is that i should have what they have and the reality of the matter is what they have is not for you because you mm, don't know what's behind point. the scenes. You don't know what they went through. Uh, yeah, we see them as a flash in the pan for a moment, right? But we don't know what they've, the hell that they've been through the last 20 years to get to where they are. So the first thing is overcome comparison in for your complex by saying, you know what? I am where I'm supposed to be, and I embrace this moment that I'm in. And then the third thing is... Um, Gordon Dalby in his book, Healing the Masculine Soul, tells the story of a guy that's having a dream of a reoccurring, uh, reoccurring dream of a lion chasing him. So this guy has the dream and the lion is chasing him and he takes off running and he goes to see a counselor and the counselor says, the next time you have the dream, stop, face the lion, look the lion in the eye and ask the lion, who are you and why are you chasing me? So this guy has this dream and he takes off running, but then he remembers what the counselor says. So he turns around, he faces the lion, looks the lion in the eye and he says, who are you? Why are you chasing me? And the lion said, I'm your strength and courage. Why are you running from me? Wow. So the listener that is tuned in, what is the lion that you need to turn and face 
for who you become in the process. Wow, that's really powerful. I like that story a lot. Thank you for that. And thank you for everything. <laughs> ah, I can't wait to listen to this podcast myself and like, you know, kind of just chew on it and savor it um, all over again. That's This has been awesome, Simon. I could just talk to you forever. This is great. And it's been so helpful what you've shared. Uh, very practical things to do. Uh, for my listener. And so I'm grateful to you for that. And as always, it's such a joy to hang out with you. Thank you so much for being here on Simplify and Multiply. My pleasure. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.